Welcome to Miss Connections. We're both Elizabeth. I'm Elizabeth Via, aka Lizzie. And I'm Elizabeth Wyndham, aka Beth. Miss Connections is a podcast that explores our longing to connect and the circumstances that stand in our way. Each episode will bring a true story of a missed connection and an expert guest to help us unpack the themes of this story so that we all can get better at making real meaningful connections that feel good to us. That's why we started this show. After a series of our own misconnections in dating, friendships, and family relationships, we decided to get some help. Good news! You've stumbled upon a different type of episode where we're bringing you more voices, more perspectives, and expanding upon the conversation we get to have around connection. That's right. You're in for a misconnections mini. At the end of our last mini episode, we asked you, the listeners, to share with us some questions that you have about connection. One of the questions we received was, my partner wants to talk about an open relationship. How do we start to navigate this potential change in a way that pursues connection with each other? What I love about this question is that whether it perfectly describes where you're at in a relationship or the idea of an open relationship makes you feel really uncomfortable, or maybe you're somewhere in between or outside of that, there's just so much that can be gained from hearing about how connection works in different relational contexts. Yeah, I feel like regardless where you're at, like you said, in between or outside or for it, it's just going to open a new era to the relationship just by way of having these conversations, asking these questions, getting to know each other in a different way. Totally. So because, as we've said many times already, we are not experts, we found two amazing clinicians who work with couples and individuals who find themselves at this point in relationship and many more to respond to this question. First up to answer our listener question, my partner wants to talk about an open relationship. How do we start to navigate this potential change in a way that pursues connection with each other? is Ocean Shapiro of Woven Together Trauma Therapy. Ocean is a trauma therapist that works with couples and individuals and specializes in dissociative disorders, religious trauma, and cult survivorship, as well as working with Two-Spirit and LGBTQIA folks and those with polyplatonic kink and other alternative relationship formation issues. Quick disclaimer before we jump in is that the information shared by both of our guests is intended to be educational and not taken as therapeutic treatment. So without further ado, here's Ocean. So I love this question. The intention behind it is so beautiful. And as I'm thinking about it, open relationships, right, they can invite such rich connection into your dynamics with your partners yet they also can spark insecurity and fears of impending distance between you and those you love. Ouch. So my first thought is, try coming to conversations about this potential change with what your bond brings you and why that's unique to the two of you. Really think about it, because centering what you share and create with each other will set those conversations up to make you feel even more secure in your relationship. Next, share what that unique bond is for you both. Talk about what makes you feel confident and able to trust each other because of those things and how that's changed your relationships with others for the better. I'm talking friends, family, 
anyone in your life where your relationship has become so much more lovely just for having your partner in it. Next, focus on that trust in your relationship and what makes you want to keep that unique bond you have as you discuss how your connection could make intimate relationships with others even richer. We're starting with just what that would look like. Do you have more love now because of your relationship with your partner that you feel you could offer people that you couldn't before? Next, communicate what you're worried about going wrong, what you're excited about, and what the two of you want this to look like with openness to negotiation. This, by the way, doubles as practice for all your relationships, but especially with other people if you do decide to make this change. And approach each other's worries and differences in emotions and intentions with compassion and curiosity instead of reacting. This is a big point for me. Let's really think about it from a bird's eye view. Considering and discussing this takes courage, no matter who initiated the topic, especially in a society that doesn't generally honor open connection as a quote-unquote good or safe way to love. It's brave to consider different ways to care for and love each other, and you don't do it with people you don't care deeply about. So really absorb the vulnerability coming with this ask and hold it tenderly with your partner as you discuss it. Lastly, craft policies together for how you'd keep your bond unique to the two of you while you're open to others with the aspiration that they can grow as you do. This is why I talk about policies over rules. Some people find that rules are still freeing, but just for the space to grow, policies can be a helpful frame of mind. And once you get a feel for what you both want to do to honor your commitment to each other, try those policies without the change. And what are some examples of policies? That might look like communicating what you're feeling more often, working on any insecurities that take away from your well-being, and really thinking about how those show up in your relationship, further cultivating self-awareness of what you're feeling and why on a deeper level, and connecting with yourself and your partner in ways that keep expanding your ability to see people as multifaceted, complex, and beautiful for that. Any relationship, closed or open, with yourself or others, can lose connection or foster it, right? So be present with that connection as you consider the potential change. I love this start to answering this question, especially because of the way that Ocean Frames thinking about this through the lens of different types of relationships that you have. So it doesn't have to be as as big or scary necessarily. Uh, so next, we're going to hear from Mie Kim of Spaces Therapy. Mie is a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified couples and sex therapist. Here's what she had to say in response to this listener question. Well, let me begin by saying that there isn't one way to answer this, this because no two open relationships are alike, or the process for the matter. But also, it's important to note that the rules and structures are uniquely set by each couple. But a great starting point to begin or how to begin this process is for both partners to be curious and willing to be completely honest and vulnerable with themselves and each other. So start by taking a moment to reflect on your relationship history and think through your emotional, 
sexual, intellectual, and social needs. And after you have taken this inventory of your needs, you can explore some self-reflective questions. For example, for the partner who desires to open the relationship, you may consider asking these questions. What is the purpose, intention, and meaning for opening the relationship? What do I hope for myself in the relationship? How do I envision this to work? How will opening the relationship help me feel more connected with my partner? How do I want my relationship to be different? And why is this important to me? And for the partner who may not be sure, they can begin asking themselves, how do I truly feel about opening the relationship? What are my fears or reservations? What are my boundaries? And keeping in mind that people consider or open the relationship for different reasons, such as sexual exploration, different connections, self-exploration, and so on. One of the reasons why it's so important to explore is because you will want to be aware if you're entering an open relationship, hoping that it will fix an existing issue. And you don't want to open the relationship to try to save a struggling relationship. If you have communication issues, trust issues, jealousy, a history of infidelity, and lack of connection, opening the relationship will be a detriment for your current relationship. So processing and exploring will help you identify the purpose and for the desire to open the relationship, but also to help you understand your partner's needs and wants. Being mindful to be flexible and open because this will not be a one and done conversation, but rather a process. And communication is vital for this process. And having a transparent and honest dialogue is what creates intimacy and closeness between partners. And in order to have a more effective communication, um, good communicators, they pay attention and listen while your partner speaks. Listen to understand rather than listen to respond. And ask questions and maintain a stance of curiosity. Um, understand or attempt to understand even when your partner has different perspective. Because understanding doesn't mean you, you agree or you have to agree. Um, being mindful of, of being regulator and instead of being reactive. So you're paying close attention to how you're feeling and emoting and paying attention to your nonverbals. And after you have explored your relationship, and if you and your partner choose to have an open relationship, there are some common open relationship rules to consider discussing. And those are clearly defining the relationship boundaries of the open relationship. For example, is emotional connection allowed? What level of sexual activity is acceptable? What genders are okay to explore sexually? 
And this is an also an opportunity to define what constitutes infidelity in your relationship. Each relationship looks different and can be decided upon by you and your partner. Have frequent check-ins with each other. Some partners may want to hear details about other partners, whereas some may prefer to be on the need-to-know basis and may some may choose to not know anything. Um, but make sure also to make room to discuss um, how to deal with jealousy since it's normal and you will want to be able to have those discussions. It's important to get tested regularly if the open relationship includes sex with others. Make sure to define safer sex practices with all sexual partners and get tested for STIs. Um, and lastly, be open to changing needs and desires over time. The agreement isn't set in stone. So if your partner feels strong discomfort knowing that you're performing a special sexual act on the other partner, well, amendments to the agreements may help prevent an unintentional crossing of boundaries. So communication is key. And remember that the key to a successful relationship is that you both are on the same page. And so if you need help um, in, in beginning the process, uh, you might want to consider to uh, reach out to a couple's therapist to help you and your partner decide if opening the relationship is right for you. And they can help you facilitate conversations to ensure that you and your partner agree about what an open relationship entails. You know what I love about these two responses is that although they approach the answer differently, there's a few core things that they both have in common, like being open and curious and just really leaning into communication. Yes, totally. Which we've learned to be very core to any type of connection, right? Yes, definitely. Thank you so much to our listener for sharing such a beautiful question and to Ocean Shapiro and Mie Kim for sharing such thoughtful insights. We've learned so much. Look for links to their websites in the show notes. And please keep sharing questions and stories with us. We'd love to hear from you for more future episodes. Email us at elizabeths at mistconnectionspod.com or send us a message on Instagram or TikTok at Missed Connections Podcast. This is Missed Connections. Thanks for listening. I'm Elizabeth Windham. And I'm Elizabeth Via. Special thanks to our guests, Ocean Shapiro and Mie Kim, as well as the amazing listener who submitted today's question. You know who you are. Missed Connections is co-hosted, produced, and edited by us, the Elizabeths. Elizabeth Via and Elizabeth Windham. Our theme music is Feeling by Danielle Musto. Have a misconnection story to share with us? Email us at elizabeths at mistconnectionspod.com. And please follow, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube.